Kim, were you having when you called? Is that what you meant? The messages? Is it recording during your hanky panky time? Yes, yes, it recorded twenty minutes of us. She wasn't. She didn't call, but she recorded twenty minutes. It was a voice. Yeah, it was a voice. Kim, <laughs> Nick Isaac literally what cannot happened? hold down thirty-seven seconds of a voice thing when she wants to. Uh, well, how what happened was the phone was kept going. The phone kept going Five off, minutes. going off, going In off. our thread. Oh, yeah, she yeah. Didn't it. And he'll end up going to the bathroom. He's like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to be like, I'm going to just see why my phone's like going crazy. And it was you guys because pitches came. So it's like looking at some of the pitches while he was in the bathroom. Then he like came back. I always get paranoid with the phones on the bed. Like I always do this where I like, I like throw it to the other side because I'm always afraid like what if something ever happens you know and it had this orange oh. little arrow I was like why is it orange and I'm like Tabs, you're dating it. you need to listen to this part well Kimmy like, I saw it? them say that in the thread Kimmy over and I thought you guys were joking I can't believe no. it no I was like afraid to touch it because like I was like more afraid it was gonna be like <laughs> I don't even know send it somewhere <laughs> it was on the other side it was like like kind of next to me so it was like this is making my whole day actually I know <laughs> I like press the orange and then all of a sudden it says audio recording 19 minutes and 21 seconds and I'm like ah! good. first of all good for you on the 19 minutes and 13 seconds <laughs> <laughs> hello and welcome to table for five with no reservations take a seat at the table for a fresh sweet salty tart and pleasantly bitter conversation hello and thank you for taking a seat at the table this is our no reservations episode of our travel series, wrapping it up, which is kind of crazy. This last five weeks flown by. At the table tonight, I have Kimberly McIsaac. Hello. Rachel. Hey, everyone. Tabitha. Hello. Jen. Hello, everyone. And I am Jamie. Since summer is close... <laughs> I thought we would go around and maybe talk about if we have any travel plans this summer or kind of what we're up to. Yeah, so, so we are, we're going to try and cabin quite a bit more this year and just sort of embrace a little day trip kind of thinking uh, more often this summer than we've had the confidence to in the past. We don't have any like airline travel or biggie road trips, just just some hopes to get out of town. I want to do more hotel stuff too. I feel like there has to be local hotels still that give like a like a pool pass. Does that exist? No. Anyway, I, I, I just want to be able to like get out of here and not be committed to like a big week of expectations and stuff. What about you guys? We're going to be going to, I think, um, South Carolina in August. Um, we're going to go to Myrtle Beach and check that out. I'm going to take Alyssa to the Myrtle Beach Safari where you can see lots of animals. They have like tigers and baby tiger cubs, wolves, cheetahs, all different stuff like that. So that's what our plan is. So Neil is out every weekend now <laughs> he's asking me where he's like where's your side job <laughs> like I'm, I'm still waiting for facebook to pay me for those reels <laughs> i'll yeah. let you know if they do so that's like a you big still waiting to call back from mark huh? yeah i think we're gonna obviously we'll drive down it's about a 16 hour drive so Woo. Yeah, so that's, I think that's all. We'll probably do some kind of weekend too mm. somewhere. Something for like July maybe with like her and Ari. Just something maybe like Storyland or I don't know, something um, with like a pool or something. Jen, you have a trip coming up. It might actually I be do. over by time. Yeah, we're going to Disneyland. And then actually something we're going to do really cool 
towards the end of maybe middle of summer, end of summer. And I just saw a commercial. I'm like, why don't I, why don't I do that? We have West Edmonton Mall. I was just Googling it. It is bigger than the smallest country in the world. It's massive. It has a, it has two hotels in it. It has a huge water park. It's got like amusement ride. It's massive. And it's an hour plane ride. We could drive it in 12 hours. Maybe that would be fun. Maybe we could do a, a, a road trip. Well, we'll probably fly, but it might be fun. You know, in the summer, I've got so much vacation time. I never take it. I want to do things with her this year. And it's it's staying in our own country. And I think that would be a lot of fun, actually. I think that would be fun. I think I would actually do pretty well on a road trip. Yeah, I, I think you would. Yeah. But she, you don't have a shower stop. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, we would be staying in a hotel. Let me be very clear. It would be a hotel. Maybe make two night stops right. out of it, you know? I don't know. <laughs> Not some roadside janky. No, there'll side. be no roadside shower pits, James. No. So I think that'll be fun. That's sort of our plan this summer. Tabs, do you guys have any plans? I want to go to um, see my sister. I might take the kids up there. They have a week break between school and, well, Nora has three weeks break, but Nixon has a week break between school and summer school because they'll both be doing summer school. So I want to do that. And then they have the whole month of August open. So I think we'll probably, I'll try and do some traveling, camping for sure, getting into the woods, taking them out there for the first time, enjoying the Montana summer fishing. Nixon's been obsessed with fishing lately. So we got him like a practice hole that he's been casting with and Nora has a practice pole. So see if he's going to be a little fisherman. (laughs) Um, He really likes it. Just do the Montana. I can see them loving like being Riverside in like one of those safe inlets. That's just, you can mellow or like a lake for a second and like, you know. Yeah. I think they would love camping, both of them, for sure. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Nora, last year we did a little bit of hiking and she seemed to like it a lot. So I'd like to do some hiking. And I really want to go back to Phoenix. It'll be a year this summer since we've been in Montana and I haven't been back one time. That's crazy. So oh. I really want to take a trip down there and eat some good Mexican food and be around the people that I left. Because I didn't really get to say goodbye to anyone because we got covid right before yeah. we left yeah so yeah I'd like to do that and then have one trip planned down to Cody in June which is Wyoming it's like a couple hour drive from here so I want to do all the traveling actually. Kim you just nodded like you had heard that town from Yellowstone so you're like oh yes Cody of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah Cody is in Yellowstone a lot <laughs> did that happen she looked up like oh yeah of course enjoy yeah <laughs> say hi to rip for me i was like thinking about so many things as she was talking and I'm like, yeah, you know like, what i was thinking about <clears throat> the only way you get me to hike me is if there was like stations up the mountain where you just have to get a, like a little snack a little drink <laughs> hike into the next <laughs> station we'll the business i'm gonna start yeah, we pipe. had talked about uh, maybe going down, popping down to Denver, Jamie, yes. which is only like nine hour drive from us. That oh, would good. be fun. Go see the zoo and it's all terrible. the good stuff. Yeah, it's not. I mean, that's a drop in the pan in Montana. You say five yeah. hours, we were like, oh, that's not too bad. It's like two <laughs> to the right butcher. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah. So hopefully get out and about. I am so goddamn thankful that the snow is gone. And we have sunshine oh. back. I can't even explain how long this freaking winter was. And isn't it like a soul recharge to see the green grass every time you open the window? 
Yeah, I started a garden, got some tomatoes, peppers, eggplants, the whole shebang going outside right now. You know what? I don't particularly like the sun. Like, I don't like the heat, heat. But there's something about a beautiful summer starting day where the 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 air is almost warm. I had my screen doors open the last couple of days. All our windows open. Jen Dunn, for the first time in our history of the table for five, has had the best weather week. Yeah, it's been yeah. like freaking Jen weather here in Denver, like rainy. Me too. Not used to this. Yeah. What about you, James? What's your plans? So. Well, my parents have a camper and we took the kids out in it for the first time last year because we've always wanted to do camping, camping. I grew up camp. I mean, we both grew up in Colorado, me and my husband. So a lot of camping and stuff like that, but it's a little harder with Jess, although I do think he could do it probably now, but with the camper, it's nice because we have some of those things. And now that I'm getting older, I like some of those things too, like the shower and the Mm -hmm. toilet. So we're going to do a little more of that. And we're going to try to do more hiking. And then our big trip is that we're going to Europe. I've officially bought the tickets. I have mm-hmm. so much anxiety in my soul about this. I don't even really like talking to people about it anymore because I either get responses of like, oh yeah, you could do it. Like we, um, our friend, Rachel Lack from across <clears> the spectrum, <throat> she travels with her son a lot. And she's like, oh my gosh, you could totally do this. And, um, but then a, a lot of people, even if their kids are not <laughs> at all neurodiverse, look at me like I'm insane <laughs> for taking my two kids <laughs> to Europe. My daughter will be just five. And then Jesse's eight, but I'm trying to stay positive. Last year we did a road trip, which I talked about. We went to Kansas city, which is 10 hours from us. And the way back, we did a straight shoot. And I mean, we stopped to go to the bathroom stuff, but my son did pretty good. Like as long as his stuff was in there, his iPad, um, my daughter probably got a little more bored because you know, it's boring, but I think we could do it. I'm just really nervous about the jet lag. I'm nervous about if anything goes wrong, my son having reaction. My, my daughter can be pretty feisty when she's overtired. So we're technically flying there overnight and I'm hoping they sleep. Mm -hmm. And then when we get in, it's going to be rough, like getting them off the plane and stuff like that. But my son is very into maps and he likes geography. He doesn't know a ton of stuff, but he loves, it's a small world. So we're going to London first, and then we're going to go over to Belfast because my little brother's getting married over there. And so he knows what London is. He knows Big Ben and all these like stereotypical ideas. You can follow the the flight tracker while you're on. And so I think he'll really, I think he's excited. And we make this joke about um, business, Jess, when we have something that we have to get done or we're going to do something that he wants to do. So like last year, we went to this water park around here called Waterworld. And he loves going there, but like we, he knows that he has to like walk to the entrance, wait in the line, go in. And like, if it's something he really wants to do when it's business, Jess, he'll do it. He's like, all right, yeah, my swimsuit on, I'm going to wait for mission this part. The waiting's still a little hard. He's kind of all over the place, but he knows at least like, he's not getting upset. He's just anxious. And so I'm like, I'm hoping business Jess is there, but (laughs) nothing goes wrong because if business Jess is there and something goes wrong business English. So I'm really excited for it because I've only been to London one time. So I went without my husband. And so I'm excited for my husband to go and we've always wanted to go to Ireland. So we're super excited to go to Belfast and Dublin. And that's amazing. Yeah. So I'm excited and really scared. I just trying not to think about too much. You guys know the whole month before I leave, I probably won't sleep. 
I yeah. will be up all night like boring <laughs> yeah and I'm gonna try to pack really light which is gonna be insane what's the flight again time so the flight there is nine hours so we're doing okay. it overnight the flight back is scarier to me because it's not gonna be overnight and we're flying back from Dublin and you have to have a layover and so we're going to Charlotte and then from Charlotte to Denver and so it's going to be like getting off the plane, doing customs on all that, and then getting on another plane. I'm a little scared about, but positivity. Grab a TSA agent the second you get off and get them to take you right through. Well, say this is business, with, Jess. This is business, Well, customs isn't done through the TSA. It's border patrol. Yeah. Border, yeah, something border, border something. patrol. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm hoping that we can just immediately talk to someone and be like, Hey, and if, I mean, I don't, it's not as popular here. Kayla mentioned on our first episode, the sunflower lanyard. Oh yeah. Like a representation to a lot of people. We've that, done that. Yeah. That you have invisible disability. It's way more popular in Europe. It actually started in Europe. So there I'm a little more like, okay, I'm hoping that's just like, the we can people will help yeah. us out a little more here. It's kind of like, you might get someone that recognizes it, but they really are doing a push in the U.S. for it. But she could be like, hey. Billy yeah. Billy said we got the lanyard uh, on the way to Arizona, which was our, you know, it, it, a challenging trip in some ways. And he's like, don't you feel like just like a Van Gogh painting to get home? Like, <laughs> if you didn't see the lanyard, did you see my poncho? <laughs> I like used 50, to. 55,000 sunflowers. You're like, oh, I'm sorry to bother you. And I'm very nice. Uh, let me be clear. But now I have no second thoughts about going up and asking for help. Like I grabbed someone the second we hit that airport in Vancouver because they don't have TSA hair or TSA cares, I mean, but yeah. they have like the airlines have their own sort of way of, of doing things. Air Canada, shout out, they whisked us through on a cart and they actually took us to customs right through, right through our gate. So that was helpful, but. That was the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, and that's why I'm just I'm just gonna ask. What can just I ask? I just have to ask. Yeah, I'm, I mean, if he's in a good mood and everything's fine, it's not going to be in the world. But if we're having a rough time, I'm just gonna be like, "Can you please help us out here?" And I'm, and it will be obvious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on the note of being positive, <laughs> it's gonna go great. <laughs> it's gonna be perfect. We thought tonight we would do. I don't. Is this? I don't know if this is fun or not. But do a little travel gone wrong. Yeah. not to scare anyone away from traveling or to go back on my positivity thing does someone have a story i'll go okay tabs so yeah, tabs. nixon was like he must have been nine months old i think he was under one me and him traveled to montana by ourselves and then i took a road trip with my best friend and her two kids because she was doing like a festival and we drove from montana to oregon and a little bit of Washington, like through the States. So on the way home and her kids were like, they must've been like nine and six or uh, around that age bracket. Nixon did great on the trip. Then on the way home, I was in the airport checking my bags. I have 47 things because you have to do the car seat and you have to do the, all the crap that you have to take with the baby is so many things. I'm in the line and I start smelling poop. I start smelling poop. And I'm like, what is that smell? Where is it coming from? And I look down and my arm is covered in poop. And Nixon is covered in poop. 
like all the way up his bag and we're like in the line I'm like I'm not leaving this line like we're just gonna get the bags to the people then we can get through and do the changing and the whole thing and so then I'm like walking around looking for the bathroom before we go through the security and I'm like I don't have any change of clothes for myself I mean I have stuff for him in the bag but I have no change of clothes for myself in the bag so then I'm like okay we got to make it through security smelling like poop to get to the <laughs> to get Jen just to... passed out. If you're a listener, Jen has disappeared out of you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> to get to the thing where I could buy the souvenir T-shirt. Oh to God, change yeah. my clothes in the bathroom. So we go through security, still reeking. I mean, it was horrible. It was like baby poop, like the nightmare situation. And explosion of the bag. And so then I have to go into the. I love the, it. You, you oh souvenir shop. I have to go to the souvenir shop covered in poop and buy a t-shirt for myself. Oh, oh God. So then I go to the bathroom. I'm like ripping my clothes off, ripping his clothes off. I throw them away. Baby Nixon's in the sink. Like, I, just yeah, don't. Yeah, I, I was. I was like, I'm dousing him, dousing myself. I'm like, where's the Clorox wipe? At this time, Clorox wasn't like everywhere because this is pre-COVID. And so I'm like washing him. There's like people coming in and out. It's like the whole bathroom reeks. And I like buy the souvenir show. I throw all of our clothes away. I'm just like, these are garbage. We can't do anything with this. Um, And then I sit on the plane. And the person next to me is like sniffing around. Like obviously. (laughs) Like Like they're wondering if there's dog shit on their shoe. Nope, it's me and my son. <laughs> I hope you. I hope you are like. What does that smell? What? You smell that? God, the lingering smell on both of us because we had to wait from the bag check situation all the way through till we got through security. So it's absorbed, absorbed in your skin into by our skin by that point. It was horrible. It was a horrible, horrible experience. Nixon is a great traveler, luckily, even as a baby. And so he was just like down for the ride. But I was like, this is horrific. He was, was feeling good. He was real he bad. Got it all out. It was real bad. And I think the whole thing started because of the way I was holding him. Like I was holding him under the bum, you know what I mean? And so it like propelled it up. It wasn't like even his full out evacuation. I was like holding him. Terrible. That's awful. Yeah, real terrible situation. Do you still have that Billings shirt? Like that it was from Eugene, Oregon, and yes, I wear it all the time. (laughs) It has a VW bus on the front, and I wear it all the time. Dang. It was just terrible. So that was real nightmare. My second one that I could I thought of when we brought this up was I was traveling with both kids by myself, also to Montana, and I had to drive from Phoenix to the Mesa airport, which had the only direct flight at 6am was the flight. We hit traffic. And so then we're in like this hour window to catch our flight. I have a stroller, 400 bags because it's just me and the kids. I get to the counter and the lady's like, you're not going to make your flight. I'm like, just check me in. We'll make it through security. Just check me in lady. So then we get through security, do the whole thing. I walk up to the window. The door is closed. I'm sweating, like profusely sweating. Like Nora was probably, I don't know, six months old, maybe. And she's like, we can't reopen that door. (laughs) 
And I just started sobbing because we got up at three o'clock in the morning. I bought both of my kids up at three o'clock in the morning, drove 45 minutes to the airport, hit traffic, made it into the airport, made it to the freaking window. I can see the airplane <laughs> is still there. The, the thing is still the stairs or whatever ramp is still there. And she's like, once we close this door, we can't open it. I'm like, what? the actual whistle are you talking about then let me down these stairs and (laughs) onto the thing because i know there's a staircase out there they would not let me through they would not (laughs) let me through so then i'm like crazy mom crying because i've been up since three o'clock in the morning in the air obviously this isn't the first time i've cried in the airport under these situations where people get tell me i can't fly so then i had to rebook a ticket to i was flying into billings i think for that i had to find a ticket the next day to fly into missoula and then i had to drive five hours from missoula to get to billings with my two kids because i missed my flight yeah just travel extravaganza Apparently, I choose to travel alone with my children very often. And <laughs> you're crazy. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. That was before. That was when one wasn't mobile yet. So she could, you could just strap her in. Just go for, and Nixon was small enough, also could be strapped in at that point. <laughs> I would never. I mean, that sounds like so hard right now. I can't even imagine traveling yeah. with them by myself. God, I can't. Anyway, those are my two. Uh, terrible traveling stories the poop one was real bad it's really hard to beat that one <laughs> not good would not recommend also I mean, the I... person next to me would not recommend either <laughs> oh the sniffer, the sniffer. <laughs> just sniffing like the entire out it was you? i'm sure they did i mean i had a tiny baby and maybe they were sniffing to alert me to the fact that my child had like a booby diaper, but we had already dealt with the booby diaper. Yeah, it's not in him anymore, sir. Yeah. It's a poopy aura, buddy. And we were like <laughs> the window seat. And so there were like two people like crammed into the <laughs> cloud. I love that smoke. Kim's first, she's the most veteran mom of any of us. And her first instinct was to say, what is that smell? And just, <laughs> allude to the fact that it's somebody else's and they should be ashamed Uh, man vividly remember that it was horrible especially the security i was just like there's no choices that they remember it too (laughs) unless i just take my shirt off and go through security with my bra on i mean i don't know what the choices are at that point like ask a stranger for a shirt out of their bag i had to really think about this because i'm like we've had so many wonderful travel experiences and with each <laughs> one the brings their own little flair of disaster but one of <laughs> the ones that came to mind the most and I was like really thinking I was just trying to like that I haven't I don't think I've talked I might have talked about it but I don't think I have so when um our first vacation which I talked about earlier in the series was when we all went to Florida and Alyssa was five I was pregnant with Kara we figured we could do a whole Florida trip we could certainly do a weekend away no problem right so we booked this weekend away up in New Hampshire it's just a state away it's like an hour and a, hour hour and a half drive we go to Hampton Beach I find this place on the internet that's like 100 bucks a night I'm like reasonable price this is like kind of like in the the beginning of like just like get on the internet and like finding places we end up doing this and um Neil's family comes my parents come my sister comes his 
brother and their family come, we, we obviously all get like our own hotel rooms. And in the thing, it says, you know, they have slides, they have pools, they have all this stuff. So you get there, it's a ghetto hotel. It's a hotel you would expect to pay $100 a night for. And my husband, we do not have money, but like my husband is the type that's like, pay more money and get somewhere nice. Like, I don't care. Don't go somewhere crappy to say 50 bucks, you know? And I'm always like the frugal one that's trying to be like, well, we don't have that much money. Let's like try to find something affordable, whatever. So he it's like a best Western something. And um, it's in this town. It was called like Sea something, Seabrook. And I'm like, sounds like a nice place. Like, I don't know. So we Seabrook go there. Seabrook sounds and, super you know, risky. It was, it, yeah. It was like a, I don't know if it was like a best Western. It was like sort of like motel-ish, but whatever. We're going to make the best of it. Like we have the whole family, like it'll be fine. So we go there and um, Alyssa was in this phase where like she had done a really a pretty good adjustment to Kara being born. When Kara was a baby, she just like ignored her, pretend she didn't exist, allowed her to live in the same space as us. As Alyssa start, as Kara started to get a little more mobile, Alyssa started to get a little antsy about it. She kind of started pushing her. Nothing excessive, but like she didn't want Kara in her space. So Kara was 15 months at the time. So Kara was at that age where she's just going to be in your space. Um, so there was like a little pushing and a little, a little bit of aggression started with Alyssa, but it was like very like inconsistent. And so she was, she had just turned seven. So we're at this place and we're in line for this slide. And this little boy is like jumping up and down, whining, pulling on his father's shirt. I mean, out of nowhere, Alyssa darts goes at the boy, pinches him, like, and she used to pinch you with, like, her fingers were, like, so little and tiny, and she would just get you. I mean, it hurt like a mother, and of course, I, I, I grabbed her. I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, and the guy turned around. He goes, kids like that shouldn't be, shouldn't be at places like this. They should be kept home, and I'm like, oh, my sister and the sister went crazy. I like just took Alyssa and I was like, I need to get her out of the situation. So like I took yeah. her and like I walked away and they're all arguing. And it was like obviously it was like very <laughs> upsetting and emotional. I felt terrible yeah. that like she did that, but like I, I don't think she fully she didn't even fully get him. She just went. So Alyssa had this phase where we didn't really know what the trigger was, but just all of a sudden like do we sometimes do this. And then in the meantime, my son goes in the pool head to toe reaction head to toe has like oh. an asthmatic reaction like so this my son did not have asthma into this trip this trip like triggered asthma so we're on the phone with the doctors they're telling us like what medication to get for him and he obviously can't go back in the pool thank god there was a beach nearby uh, there's like a beach arcade there were other things but like you know neil's already like mm, really and it's just hectic we have a one-year-old we have a seven-year-old with special needs my son was probably around 10 a bunch of other kids a bunch of people so we're like we're just gonna go to the beach tomorrow we'll go to the beach this will be fine so we're all up sort of like near the top of the beach and it's like me male sister my sister my cousin was there Neil has the kids in the water. He has his nephew, my son. Alyssa just kind of splashing around and he's talking to this guy. And I'm, I'm just watching from afar. I see him conversating with this guy and I see Alyssa splashing around. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, she goes, pushes this little boy. He's like two, she's seven, pushes him down. I mean, it was like an inch of water. Like, And then obviously Neil grabbed her, apologized. You know, 
and obviously like autism wasn't as known then people didn't have the awareness that they kind of have now and, and he's like I'm so sorry and I'm just like oh my god I can't believe this and like my family's like making jokes they said like it's like when sharks attack but it's one of the attacks and I'm like no it's not funny well all of a sudden the mom like five minutes later jumps up she starts running down the beach like like just so dramatic oh my god what happened and I'm just like oh my god she such this huge thing it, it was just it was terrible and I was just like okay let's let's just leave and we found out later that what the trigger was was anytime a child whined or cried is mm-hmm. what Alyssa would go after them so that the sound of somebody whining or crying would just like it, it would be so impulsive and so fast that you wouldn't even like and it's not like it happened every time like it could not happen for weeks at a time in between you just never knew obviously like now we started like realizing like that something was going on with her. I, I really think the trigger was just Kara. Like Kara cr- crying reminded her, Still I knew we've come full circle. We've come <laughs> full circle with this girl. <laughs> so Eddie crying, I think reminded her of Kara. It just agitated her and she just, and she was so fast. And obviously I get it. People don't understand because she's seven. So if she's seven and your kid's three or four, like, you know, of course, like that's upsetting. But sometimes the way people react just make things, you know, like that mother runs down the beach. The whole situation was already done. She was taken away. Her son, like her son was fine. Like her husband, he was like, I'm so sorry. My daughter has autism. And he he was fine. The mother. And then of course, the people that I'm with want to like, you know, and, and I do get it. But like, at the same time, it's like, relax, lady. So that was pretty bad as far as like vacations goes. Kind of made, made us not want to run and do another vacation anytime soon. But another thing that was a was pretty disastrous was we went to Disney. This was when Alyssa was 22. It was my daughters were dancing at Disney and we were driving down. I was surprising my daughter, Kara, with, she was a big dance mom's fan. So she was going to the Abby Lee dance studio. They were having a thing there where you could meet the girls. You could do a Q&A with Abby. You could take an actual dance class there. And I said, well, it's in Pennsylvania. We like go by Pennsylvania. So it's right on our way to go to Florida. So I talked Neil into let me purchase these tickets for Kara. And we have it all set on like what time we'd have to leave. We'd have to go, you know, get to a hotel in Pennsylvania, all this stuff. We go to pick up the rental car. It's like a town away from us. And then they're like, oh, sorry, we don't accept debit cards. You have to have a credit card. I'm like, well, we don't have a credit card with the amount of money. We have the cash. Like, we can give you the cash. And they're like, no, we can't accept cash. And we're like, okay, we have enough if you do it for one week. Can we do it for one week and then do an extension? And they're like, no, we, we can't do that. It's a Saturday. It's like 10 a.m. There's no other rental places open except for the airport. We leave there. I'm freaking bawling. And Neil's like, nope. He's like, we'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Like the kids are all home, like with the bags, like waiting to go. We get back home and he's like, we'll just take our car. And I'm like, you said our car wouldn't make it. And he's like, no, it'll make it. It'll be fine. So what was happening was our car was overheating. So you just had to like add water. He's like, it'll be fine. Well, I'll just get it filled up with water. And I'm like, okay. And then afterwards he tells me, he goes, he goes, I can't stand you crying. He's like, I, I would have stole a car if I had to. <laughs> he's like, we're just going to like go in the car and we're going to oh make it. We're gonna, you're going to make it work. We drive. And of course, now we're like, I was behind it when we were supposed to leave. So Pittsburgh people, just for anyone who's not looking at a map right now. So Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is actually three hours away from like the part of Pennsylvania. We just kind of would be driving around the edge of like DC and Pennsylvania. So three hours in, three hours out, six hours out of our way. 
Like not like really. I mean, if you drive in 24 hours, what's six more, right? So we go, we get to Penn and Karen didn't know. She didn't know that she was doing this. So it's like a surprise. We never make it to a hotel because we get there at like seven in the morning. The dance class is at like 830 or something. So like I'm literally changing her in like a Dunkin' Donuts bathroom. We get to the place. We go in. Neil waits is waiting in the car with Alyssa and he has that AC running, which you can't do when you have a car that overheats. So he falls asleep in the car. Now, I don't know this because he's like, I just figured he'd drive around. He would like do whatever so we come back out and we're driving and the car starts overheating like we're literally pulled over the side of the road gathering all the water bottles in the car filling it up because like the car wouldn't wouldn't work it wouldn't drive so we get it all filled up and then we're like we're just gonna stop here we're gonna we stopped in like west virginia for the night we're like we'll just thankfully like i always give us plenty of time to get down there because you know disasters now we can't use the ac ac's done like ac's no water is helping this ac so now we're driving to florida in the very end of june with no ac so i'm like all this kind of sucks but like the good thing was all the windows were down the hatch was up because it was so effing hot couldn't hear the kids. The kids couldn't talk to us. We couldn't hear them. We should have thought of doing this before. But we're, we're driving. This is not an exaggeration. So we get to like South Carolina. It is so effing hot that the water bottles are hot. They're turning hot. Like the water bottle that you have that you're drinking while you're driving is literally turning hot. That's how hot it was. It was so bad. We were dying. We end up like having to like get out of the car and go to a restaurant, like cool off. I mean, it was until we got to South Carolina. I don't know what happened in that state, but like the hot there is like it's like hell hot. It's like it's nothing like nothing like we even have here. Hell hot. It was so bad, so bad, right? So then we we do we make it to Florida. We we got there. They did their dances and all that. But then it's like Neil's like, actually, I think we need our brakes redone before we drive home. And I'm like, oh, so we have to like travel to like you know Orlando's all well and good, but you like go a little further. Not so well and good these places, but we have to find like an auto parts store. And he's like doing the breaks. Thank God he can like do things himself. So like, yay for that. So he's like in the resort parking lot, like changing breaks. Oh my God, Kimmy. Like I can just imagine this as like a reality TV show. The McIsaacs on vacation. (laughs) I would watch that all day. I would watch that for sure. And I had like, I like actually got dehydrated. So like, I don't feel good. I do get dehydrated somewhat easy, but I was like, I had this smashing headache. And then like the next day I felt like hungover. Like I was like, oh, I was dehydrated because the water was so hot. I couldn't drink it. (laughs) I mean, I'm not even kidding you. It was like, it was literally hot. That's how, that's how like how hot it was. I was just like, Alyssa did fine. Like I was probably the worst one. I do not like being hot like that. It was like, and I just wanted to kill him. I'm like, why did you sit in the cloud with the AC going? What's wrong with you? But if you yeah, haven't heard I mean, before, Kimmy calls her family the Griswold. <laughs> you know? yes. Yeah, we do. So my sister gave us this nickname. She calls us the Griswolds. And it's always like the Griswolds on vacation. The Griswolds get the Christmas tree. Like whatever we're doing. And it's just, it's so fitting because there's always. Oh my gosh. That is true. About the Christmas, of- tree. <laughs> the Christmas tree. Oh my <laughs> God. Her Christmas tree debacle. You know, you Didn't you get me- your Christmas tree on Christmas Eve last year? Christmas and Day. And then it flew off. No. Oh yeah. No, and it flew off. <laughs> no, it flew off. <laughs> 
we bought our Christmas tree like very close to Christmas. We're driving home and it was like kind of like stormy out. And Neil pulls over. I go, What are you doing? He goes, I don't know. I just want to check on the tree. And I'm like, Okay, freaking tree's gone. Tree's <laughs> gone. Like it's not on the roof anymore. And then they drove around with the window down in a dark and stormy night with a freaking flashlight like the McCreeper Griswolds. And and looked for a tree that was on the side of a remember how she lives in a tree ye place? Well, it was never so true as when I was trying to recount that. I'm like, oh, she's like, Rachel, can can I send you a couple of videos and you can help me process it? I'm like, yeah, anything for you, Kim. It's your birthday. I'll, I'll watch those videos in slow-mo. You don't even have a well, tree the yet. worst part about it is we paid a freaking hundred dollars for the stupid tree a hundred dollars are like ninety dollars it's like three days christmas and i'm like there's branches everywhere because it was such a storm that it's just like one of those storms that like so everything you look at you're like oh is that the tree no nope, just- oh. what was it tied down with okay and Neil is so mad. He's so mad. You know, he's just like, I'm just like, oh my God. And like my niece lived with us at the time, who was five. Oh so it's not God. even like like, oh, like your kids won't know they're bigger. It doesn't matter. Oh, no, my, my niece is like, hold on. Are you about to throw sweet Ari, not a listener, under this bus? I just want to let you know that her expectations of Christmas, girl, you were having Christmas so, Hell or high water. So the next day I get up and I say, I'm gonna mm. call this place. They're gonna get well. First of all, I just wanted to go and uh, scale a tree from the tree, but I that. I just like, why not? Like, he's just taking up the tree, and he's like, We're not doing that. I'm like, Okay, fine. I'm like, Take a so dead bush off the, the side morning. of the road and put some lights in it. It's time for that now. We need to plan Z. So I get up in the morning, I, I put a thing on our little town thing, and I was like, Hey, if anyone finds a Christmas tree, and of course, people are just having a field day, which okay, I don't blame them. I call the tree. I call the tree. Lamberts. I call Lamberts and I say, "Oh, I got a tree there last night. This is what I paid for it. This is the time I was there. It blew off the car. Like it was tied down. We checked it, and I'm I'm ready for a fight. You know what I mean? And then the guy goes, oh, "No problem. Just just come here and get another tree. No problem at all." But in the meantime, my, my Facebook was going off because everyone in the town is now making fun of us. And some guy goes, oh, we found the tree. It's on it's on this road. And they took a picture of it. It was on the same road that we pulled over, but the opposite side of the street. Like, I'm not even kidding, like four feet back. And it was just sitting there. It's just sitting there in front of the You can see with that teeny and- tiny flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> self flashlight. So we pull over, you know, gets the tree. He ties. Ties it on the roof. I mean, I double think, the I ropes. Think, I hope. I hope it was double the ropes. I, yeah, I think it was. I think this was Christmas ropes. Eve. Like by the time like, we went I back, I think it was too. We were all watching. It was live time. I was oh, oh like, on the roof holding the tree down. No, yeah. it's not just. It's not just vacations, people. It's holidays. I mean, it's, it's just Thursdays sometimes. It's my favorite yeah, it's family just, to watch. I just love it. You're like, you can't, you can't make this stuff up. Like you can't. All the comments about the Christmas tree. I put it on the community thing, and people were having a heyday. Yeah, which it's like okay. 
I get like okay it was it's a shot in the dark but you know what it worked because someone found the tree so (laughs) and there were a lot of very gracious people that were like saying hey I have a fake tree like you can come use our tree people are arguing back and forth this one this one guy is defending me I'm like okay but yeah Christmas here oh my god so amazing okay I don't think I have any I don't I mean like I told you guys about like the plane trip where like Amelie was like 18 months and she cried the whole plane ride which sucked but that's not funny that just <laughs> I don't know because if I have you a- don't have a big dramatic can yeah, you share like- the oh life hack for travel of the solution with the baby mask remember the um oh yeah so during okay, obviously during COVID you know those three years we just went through um yeah my brother had to fly somewhere and they still were requiring masks and I had this idea that I was going to try to do with my daughter if she wouldn't do it. But my daughter ended up wearing a mask fine. And Jesse's always been okay with the mask, like long enough to, for Business, them to shut that door they won't, that they won't reopen for Tabitha. So <laughs> my nephew would not wear a mask. He's, he was like two at the time, maybe. I was talking to my brother. I was like, if there was only a way you could like put a sucker in the mask so the mask would stay on. So my brother took a ring pop and he took <clears> off the <throat> ring part, but kept like the flat part, you know? And he glued it to the inside of the mask and put <laughs> it on my nephew. <laughs> my nephew. That is brilliant. Of course, it would be great if the two-year-olds would wear masks. I'm sorry. Now that we're kind of out of it, it's absolutely ridiculous that we were having two-year-olds and one-year-olds wear masks. We're like the only country that freaking did that. It was ridiculous. Anyway, so, but my nephew, he kept it on and they didn't get kicked off the plane. Because, you know, there was I all love the, that. Had it and happened, the horror stories of all brilliant. these people not being able to fly and being kicked off plane. So there's a cute meme out there somewhere of... <laughs> the lollipop i'm sure it's not safe or something but whatever it worked that's amazing so i don't have a kid travel one but i have a crazy work travel one so i used to travel a lot for work we always had a national expo in nashville in october of every year when flying i tried to avoid chicago hair at all costs because they're always delayed just a bleep storm of an airport (laughs) i had probably the biggest business meeting of my life scheduled for a Friday morning at 9 a.m. at a certain hotel. I already had the suite number. I mean, this was a meeting that was happening with or without me, and I had to be there. I'm in my layover hours, go hours and hours. Anyway, long story short, weather, there's cancellations, and you just see there's there's no flights. Nobody can get out. So you just see people take this, these mad dashes for cars. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I guess I better run over there. As I'm going, three other strangers and myself there was one car left. There was one car left. So me and three strangers rented the one car because we all had to get to Nashville. We got into the car and we drove to freaking Nashville. And I still (laughs) stay, I'm Facebook friends with them. Stupidest thing I've ever done. Don't know these people, but everybody was so desperate to get to Nashville. We drove all night from Chicago to Nashville in the pouring rain. There's big trucks that travel those big highways at night. I literally pulled up to that air, to that hotel at 8:55. I ran up that that thing. I mean, it was That's wild. Crazy. It was wild, and I made it. And yeah, I had a drink when I got into that suite. But it was, <laughs> you know, I was you know updating on Facebook, Facebook, and people are like, I can't believe you are in a car with three strangers. Wait. The four faces here and the ears of the listeners are also like, she got in a car with the people. But you know what? That just happened on the whole Southwest debacle this last Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yes. A bunch of people did that and it was like cute TikTok stories. So, you know what? One lady lives in Turkey and she's a professor and she 
I, I, I love her. I, I, we follow each other on social media. And uh, so but really it, who's it, waiting at the airport car rental for some crazy that's going to, you know, like what are the odds? One car left. It was, and people were, I mean, people were desperate to get there for many reasons, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't normally jump in a car with strangers, but we stopped one time, one potty break, coffee, snacks, whatever. And I remember saying, I, you people behind me, you know, not, you worry about, like you worry about, strangers behind you I didn't didn't really sleep or rest much it's still a kind of an odd (laughs) and yet a very comfortable and yet a comfortable feeling but like that's I stayed on my phone with people and here's where I'm at in case I disappear cracked a joke to the rental guy remember my face here's my picture if I you know wind up dead (laughs) oh my god look at me I, I don't remember but overnight is what you said it was yeah it was a long drive um, Jen, I love how all your travel stories throughout this whole series, it always goes, gets to, and then I had a drink and it was all fine. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was, yeah. This is when Jen's soul knows she's arrived. Like the suitcase is in a closet and I've had a cocktail. It's like home alone when she gets in the van with John Candy. Seven hours and 10 minutes, yeah. seven hours and 10 minutes. It was a drive. Oh my God. Well, and the fact that it was bad enough storm that the lights are all canceled means that seven hours takes nine. It was crazy. I mean, if you're on like flash flood highways and stuff, you're not one person drive. One guy, he drove most of the time. He drove most of the time. Yeah. There was two girls and two guys. Oh my gosh. Were they together or were you guys all? Nobody was together. Nobody knew each other. We all had people just were at the desk, the ticket desk, desperately trying to get out. There was no flights. There was, you need to go find that Blackberry and no put this on the TikTok. Our next guest on the podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> and then I just wanted to quickly say, uh, Rachel, you'll know this for comparison. I was talking about the West Edmonton Mall, which going to this summer. Rachel, it only comes second behind the Mall of America, which is 5.6 million square feet. West Edmonton Mall is 5.3 million square feet. So it's like big like that. Yeah. Be local. Anyway, I Googled that. Share that. I think I've own. seen that. I couldn't find my mute button, I th- but I think I've seen that on the travel channel. I mean, I'm into that. Like, I don't <laughs> leave this area, so I'll watch somebody else have a trip. And I think I've seen that. There's a mall someplace that has a ski hill in it. Like, it's in Asia someplace. Like, a ski jump and a wave I park. Ski, like, there's I don't some like weird stuff. So that's, yeah. That activity is off the table for me. But in a yeah. mall, you can just go try mm-hmm. right off. True. True. Rachel, did you have any funny? Did you go? Did you have a funny story? You know, I mean, what really compares to the 13 we've just heard? I feel like there's this time my autistic kid after diagnosis left a tablet on a cruise ship and I tried in a like, let's call Mark and get this right kind of way. I, you know, I tried Mickey, I tried Minnie, they wouldn't turn the ship around. <laughs> she kicks um, Mickey in the Then deck. in that trip, we get off the cruise ship. We don't have the tablet. We get from like Cape Canaveral, which is 90 minutes from MCO, which is Kim's least favorite airport of life. And then, you know, the Orlando situation. And then we're with my blind mom. We're with my dad. My dad and I are in this caregiver, like uh, trying to manage all these parts and pieces. I mean, it was hell. And then my daughter, I thought she was sick all the time, you know, back when I didn't understand what a meltdown was and what the hangover after was. And like, I couldn't put patterns together and I didn't really see what it was, but she was full out down, done, done, taxed, done. And when her anxiety gets so bad and she was just this little nugget, I mean, she projectile threw up. 
she heaved, she sobbed. She, by the time we landed in Minnesota, the child was wearing a Delta blanket. That's it. The people around us were both disgusted (laughs) and impressed with our management of said (laughs) sitch. I too have one Instagram follower from that time of life. It, it, it was it was not great. We have since learned that if you build in so much extra time for to hit fans that you can maybe still travel a little. For instance, the we're flying to Orlando, MCO. We book a hotel right by that damn hotel. So she can go to bed right now. And then yes. we fly or we drive to a cruise ship and then we play on the beach and get all the energy out. And then we go stand in line and wait for that effing mouse, the big white hands to give Fs about her. And then all this stuff happens. It's a cruise. It's all great for her. And then we get off the ship and we get to the hotel. We put that kid to bed. <laughs> and then we drive to Orlando. I mean, we've learned, but it, it's like, uh, Billy's like, we should let this car heat up when we got finally like out, you know, with the naked Delta baby blanket, baby to the car. He's like, we should really let this thing warm up. I'm like, I'm going to go home and drink. We are leaving now. The kids in a blanket. We are going home. I'm like, and you know, just whatever. It's legal enough here. I have a prescription. I had to go home and smoke a bowl. I didn't care how cold the car was. That's what I'm saying. I needed to go home. So that's just whatever, (laughs) whatever. It's been varied levels of kind of that the whole way, but we've learned a lot. It's just, you got to slow it down and speed it up and be flexible. And figure it out. It's so funny how like things have evolved though. So like after this vacation um, that I just talked about where Alyssa was on the attack, a couple weeks later, I found out I was pregnant with Lexi. So she was born in May. And then the next summer I was like, we're going to make this going away for a weekend every summer. This is going to be a thing now. I, even the last one's freaking disastrous. I don't know why I was thinking this was a great idea. So but we're <laughs> like, well, forget New Hampshire. That didn't work out good. Let's go to, let's go to Maine. So we go to Maine. I go on the internet. Now you guys have to realize this is before Airbnbs. This is before Airbnbs that had super host and reviews. This is this is way back. This is 2004. I find this cute little cottage, these cute little cottages in Old Orchard Beach, very reasonably priced. I'm like, we can afford this. Yep. <laughs> I let's just say I didn't learn my lesson. And then Neil's sister and I feel John, a bed bug coming. And John who lives with oh, us and their son. And then that. obviously my son, Kara, was like two and a half. Uh, Lexi was a baby. First disaster, I'll tell you, is we were leaving the house. The whole the whole car's packed up. Everybody's in the car except Lexi. She was in her car seat. And then I'm like, "Where are the keys?" And Neil's like, "You have them." I'm like, "No, you have them." And he's like, "No, you have them." And we're like, "Okay, where are the keys?" Can't find the car keys. We I know Rachel's loving these. I am loving <laughs> the story. Love the story already. So then we're looking through the house. Can't find the car keys. So then we're like, "Okay, where's the spare?" don't know rip through the whole house now neil is ready to literally rip my head off i do not know what happened to the key there's a theme between the ripping the head off and the trips i just want to let you know that's a theme he he does love me you know he he just doesn't like when you cry so so we we just so we find the space that we drive whatever 
we get to this place. Thank God that like we had another family also staying there. So they had these little cabins and they had like a, a little living room and a little bedroom and a little kitchen. They looked super cute. There was a pool. I'm like, this is going to be great. And then we're near Old Orchard Beach in Maine is like a mile down the road. So we can take the kids to the beach. They have like kind of carnival type things there like all the time. We pull up, the cabins are in a guy's backyard. It's literally, oh there's a house and there's these three little, little houses in his yard like it was like something like out Hansel of and Gretel movie. murder house I'm not even kidding you the no. guy comes out he's a little no. odd he's like yeah yeah we yeah. have we have v- VHS you can come to the main house you can take any anything <laughs> you can come into my garage listen the pool is one of those blow up pools like they're big but they're like blow they're, I don't even know if they still have them but they're like these big blow up inflatable pools it's not even like it's not an in-ground pool it's not even an above-ground pool um and then there are floaties like he said that you could take into the pool I mean, luckily, Neil was a pretty beefy guy at that point. Like, he was, like, 300 pounds then. John's a pretty big guy. So, like, we, I mean, we weren't scared for our safety because, like, they could definitely, like, take this guy. Like, no problem. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I feel listen. like I don't know how Neil has ever gone on another vacation. Why he says yes to you. We're from the city. We got some street stars. We got some tricks tricks up our sleeves but i'm like he probably hired this little cabin guy just to lock you guys up he's like he's like where did you find this place i mean (laughs) this is not what it looked like on the internet this this is not it didn't look like it was fine 13 cabin that i found it might be a shed for murderers but it was it was actually kind of more up Neil's alley because there was no other people there he hates people so he hates when you go to a resort and there's lots of people so like we had that going for us you know we're just (laughs) here with a with a three-month-old a two-year-old oh best part of the story so we get to the place oh we haven't hit it yet people in some I take Lexi I take Lexi out of the car seat what there's the car he's right under a little bump oh god oh, that, oh, that mystery was solved but um yeah but it, it was fine it, it wasn't really disaster like, was it, the weekend the weekend was okay we didn't get murdered we didn't have to like you know nothing nothing from a movie happened that we had to like you know fight anybody or anything like that so it was, it was all good oh but, my gosh i have yeah. so many stories floating back to my mind right now <laughs> of the bad traveling oh, this has gosh. really been a, a real uh extraordinary chat ladies and i did well, think about becoming a travel agent at one time can you Tim? imagine Tim, I would never never she just Tim. fell i would never allow you to book me a trip ever at 3 30 or 11 and you have to leave your house by one for sure i would love the side by side of you and neil talking about your family vacations yes we'd like to interview a dual interview since you both have been together i would love his ideas and version of this travel experience Listen, this is when I first, this is my first experience with the internet and booking things. I learned, okay? I learned from, what I learned you learn? then. I learned how to oh do reviews. I learned how to go on multiple sites for the same places. Like I learned. It feels like this isn't the first time she's been asked. Anybody else? Feel like- <laughs> we'll say you just pretty recently were on a trip and just randomly decided to add an extra day. Yeah. And that was in 2021. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Oh my God, I love her. Bring Neil in and ask him. 
<laughs> I mean, except for also for like refusing to return the Renica, everything else was fine. This oh, one because yeah, I know. Neil said, Listen. I don't like to hear you cry. <laughs> and half of us thought that was the sweetest thing he ever did say. And the other half of us thought it was almost like when Alyssa can't hear the kids screaming at soccer. <laughs> like he's like, no, I'll do anything. Oh my God. Drive to Florida in this van. Funny. Anyway, that, episode, ladies. Oh my god, funny. That freaking Christmas tree. <laughs> oh my god. The best part it has nothing to do with travel. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> but you did hear the funniest Christmas tree story. And I don't think we got time. to share that because of the way our recording went around the holidays. Like, so that was such old news by the time we yeah. got back. We yeah. were this is a picture in the type. thread of the tree from the other side of the street. <laughs> tree oh my god. Oh yeah, I basically travel could be awesome, and it could also Christmas be a real goddamn storm. And maybe one day you'll be able to laugh about the poop or the throw up all over you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to this series. We'll see you next time. We have an interview coming up next, and then and then some more series. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us at the table for this episode. Check out the description to find where you can sign up for our newsletter, how to become a supporter, and find links to us individually. Join us next Monday for more. And while you wait, check out our content on Facebook and Instagram. If you are enjoying the podcast, please make sure to subscribe and rate and review us wherever you listen. To contact us, you can email us at tableforfivepodcasts at gmail.com. We can't wait to sit with you again.